Hey, I'm your host, Crystal McGrath, and you're listening to the Artist Behind the Music podcast, where I chat with artists from around the world about their personal and professional stories. There's a lot more that goes on behind the songs we love, and this is a space where we get to share stories and tools on overcoming struggles, celebrating achievements, and of course, the meanings behind the songs. Get ready to be inspired through stories and live music. This episode is sponsored by Simply Socials Management. Simply Socials Management is a boutique digital marketing agency serving the music industry, small businesses, and film and TV. Their mission is to help you make your mark online through custom digital marketing, PR, and graphic design services. Visit www.simplysocialsmanagement.com for more information on how they can help you elevate your online presence. Mention you heard about them through the artist behind the music for a 10% discount on your first service. Welcome to the Artist Behind the Music Aussie series. Today we have Andrew Swift with us. We're going to chat all things music, life, and hear a little bit of his music. Welcome, Andrew, to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for thank you for being here. It's so great to connect with people from across the sea and in a whole different day. So <laughs> how's Monday been for you? Yeah, look, I can look. It's a little bit rainy, um, you know. It's a little bit, it's a little bit of rain, but you you gotta have a nice day, I think, overall. So you got you got that to look forward to. Got something to look forward to here. <laughs> We've got snow falling here, so it's a whole different world. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> yeah, whole different winter world here. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's dive into you know who you are and what you do and what got you into music. Sure. Uh, I mean, well. I sort of started playing music. Uh, I did. I was a bit of a late bloomer. I played drums when I was in high school for about four years. Um, never played in a band. It was just a bit of fun. And then um, I think, like when I was about sixteen, I started going through depression, and I didn't know that's what it was at the time. And I was on a school camp, and there were some kids there who had a guitar, and they showed me how to play. Um, Summer Lovin' from Greece and Sweet Home Alabama. They were the first two things I learned how to play on guitar, but it was enough for me to, to show an interest in it. And it, I just got totally involved in it. And what it, I didn't realise it was doing was giving me goals to set myself and, and um, a way to express myself. And it was almost like a form of therapy. I'd come home from school, sit in my room for four hours a day, learning songs and, and you know, coming out. I'd just come out and sing songs to the family and, you know, some family members would tell me I was ruining the song, but it, you know, it's fine. I eventually got there, but it was, so that really sort of, you know, I gravitated to it because it was a form of therapy. And then a year later I had my first gig and I haven't looked back. I haven't looked back yet. I wouldn't say that's a late bloomer. 16? (laughs) 16. Yeah. 16 is when I first picked up a guitar. I think that's, I think that's Uh, in life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's, it's a late bloomer compared to a lot of people. Like the people at school who'd been playing since I was like eight, you know, and, and I often see young artists coming through in Australia here and they're, they're younger than 16 and they've got produced music and they started 10 years. They've been playing, oh, yeah, I've been playing for 10 years. I'm like, what, since you were six? Like, come on. So, yeah. That's true, hey. It's so interesting just to watch younger artists come up with, I think because we have so much access to technology now that it's so much easier to create bigger things as a younger person, yeah. right? Like, yeah, for sure. I remember like getting on the internet, it was like dial up. 
wasn't. Yeah, you, I remember hitting connect and yeah. then you'd have to come back in five minutes and hope that it had connected, you know. Yeah, or hope no one calls so your internet doesn't. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah someone would call you and get cut off. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's just a little bit of a different world now for music when you're first starting out in it, right? Like, it's just it's, it's, easier to be creative. It's totally it's totally different. Even even um, promoting shows. Like I remember being in a band with friends and we would walk the streets for hours doing letterbox drops, you know, with flyers for shows. Like that's just unheard of these days. For sure. Everything's online. Yeah. You would never go door knocking like, hey, would you like to buy my album? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'd, we'd, we'd like, be putting you know, flyers for the show in the letterbox, you know, putting junk mail in and um yeah, it was. It, it's just bizarre to think back on those. It was fun though, because it was, especially as a band, it was this camaraderie. You know, we're all four of us walking the streets, putting you know flyers in letterboxes and promoting the show. And you know, it was. I mean, but now you can do it on a much bigger scale, of course. You know, your promotion, the money that you would have spent on promotion doing that of just hitting your local town, as opposed to you know, you can do it boosted out on Facebook, and I can promote over in Canada, or I can promoting Japan or wherever I want. Absolutely. It's so cool. Yeah. It's made the world a lot smaller. Absolutely it has. And especially during these crazy times, I think it's really forced people to find a way to connect on a more global level, which has been so interesting to me because this technology has been here for a long time. We've been able to use it and connect, but we get so busy sometimes just caught up in our day-to-day lives that we forget that there's this whole other world and group of people out there to meet and connect with. And, I found that really cool about this whole experience. Yeah. Things like this. It's funny because that comes back to something we were chatting about before the interview with pen pals. Yeah. And I was, I was saying I had a pen pal in Calgary when I was, you know, in my early teens. And, and we were like, how did we meet those pen pals? Like, how did you? And we're trying to remember on how you connect with those people initially. Yeah. So, but pen pals are a thing of the past, surely. I know. I would love a pen pal right now just to like send a little <laughs> handwritten note. There's something about pen to paper that I just, I love. <laughs> here's yeah, a photo yeah. and here's, or a postcard <laughs> or something like that. You know what? Maybe I'm going to yeah. start a pen pal club. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, old school. Friend. I like it. Or you'd go out and meet people and you'd be like, oh, what's your address so I can mail you something? Not what's your yeah. address, right? Yeah, and it was, and, you know, and it was always exciting to get something in the in the letterbox. Whereas these days, unless you ordered it from, you know, online somewhere, it's either that or a bill. Yep. So, totally. yeah, totally. <laughs> Last time I received a letter, so I'm gonna make it a thing. Once I have an idea, yeah. it's, it's happening. The pen pal club coming soon. <laughs> coming Love soon. it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So you have a new song out right now, right on down. When did that come out? Yeah. That came out, uh, it must have been the 18th of September. It was a few days after my birthday. I, I, I said, let's schedule it around my birthday so I can try and guilt people into pre-ordering it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that came out in September. But, I, I mean, I recorded, I started recording the song over two years ago. Um, not long after I released my, my last album, I was back in the studio recording a few, a few bits and pieces and we started recording this song and I wasn't, I just wasn't sure what, I was going to do that. I wasn't ready to release new music yet. I wasn't sure if it was just going to be a standalone single or if it would make it onto, you know, an EP or an album. And then when I started working on this next record, I realised it was going to fit really nicely. So, um, yeah, I went in and, 
finished it off and put it out into the world. So I was pretty lucky. I had a few songs recorded before the pandemic and Melbourne's been in lockdown for, you know, pretty much aside from a few weeks in the middle, we've pretty much been in lockdown for six months or so. So I've been pretty restricted on what I can do, but I've been lucky that I've had some songs recorded like before all this that I was sitting on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it's nice to have things in the bank, like that batch content. Like when am I going to use this? So perfect. Yeah. It's a great song. How did you find releasing it during this crazy time that's shifted from, you know, playing shows, which you're so used to doing and being on the road to, you know, sitting at home on your computer and being like, hey, check my song out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, searching for new pen pals. Uh, I, it was it was definitely had a, its... Um, it's hurdles, uh, you know, I wanted to do a nice music video for this song. Uh, you know, this is a, I didn't write the song, uh, but it's a song I've always loved. So I wanted to do, uh, you know, I've really wanted to put it out there properly. And every time I made plans for a music video, so it, it in Melbourne, it looked like we were coming out of lockdown. Uh, we, we actually came out of lockdown for a few weeks before we had a second wave. And in that time, I was like, cool, let's get ready to release this next single. Let's put a music video together. Uh, and then we started getting some restrictions. I'm like, okay, I can't do a normal music video. I can't use the guys I usually use because they're interstate. The borders were closed. And I thought, right, what if I go around and I film a bunch of friends, you know, a bunch of couples being all lovey and, and that was the plan that I was going to go around and then send the footage up to the guys that I used to edit and then we had even harsher restrictions come in. Basically, I couldn't go more than five kilometres from home. So that plan got scrapped. So I just hit up a bunch of friends and family members and asked them to send me, you know, 20 seconds of footage of them being happy with someone they love. You know, someone they come home to at the end of the day, whether it's their kids or their, you know, their wife, their partner, um, even their pets. So, and then it ended up being a really nice little video. And whenever I got sent those videos from people i didn't realize how much i needed to see their faces and how much and how much i needed them during lockdown so i really put a big smile on my face and, and it was almost a form of therapy for me it was great that's beautiful and the video is beautiful so everybody should go thank you it's, it's yeah. just like so real and authentic and i think watching it you're just like oh that's what love is it's not a show it's not something that's like acting it's just like I felt like I was watching, you know, the most like, real moments with people. That's And that's what we were going for. And I was, you know, I had some friends. My mum lives in California and I've made some great friends there. So I got them and their parents to send me some stuff. And, you know, uh, it, but it was all really real. A lot of it was some of them was home video that they already had. You know, it wasn't staged. I, my stepmom is in it actually. Her, her and her new husband are in it. And they... Uh, they, they sent me a clip and they've gone, hope this is okay. We worked, we, we it took us so many takes. We kept laughing. We kept stuffing it up. And they had this whole scripted thing that was put out. And I've gone, I've gone, can you send me some of the bloopers? And that's what we used because it was a really nice moment of them having a genuine laugh at each other and with each other. Um, that, and because we were just grabbing snippets from each one. So it, it was just, and I, I didn't tell her till the day before it came out and said, oh, by the way, I used one of your bloopers. And she's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and and I sent it to her and she's gone, oh, okay, yeah, I understand why you did that. So, yeah, yeah it was a real life moment that are, that really, like, touch the heart, right? And yeah, yeah. There's, I tested it out on my best friend and his wife and, and she messaged me. She goes, I'm crying because she's in lockdown as well. And, 
And uh, I said, good. That means it's it's doing its job. <laughs> and I think it's beautiful in a space and time like this, especially, you know, where you guys have such extreme conditions of staying at home. We need different ways to connect. And I think it's so beautiful that music can bring people together on such a global yeah. level. And a video can just pull at the heartstrings and make you feel like you're not as alone as maybe sometimes it it feels. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's just it, it's just a feel good video. Um, you know the the song. I've always connected with the song. It's actually written by a Canadian yeah. Canadian artist, and it was uh, never he, he never released it like formally. It was basically uh, I got sent this album of of kind of demos of his. It was I think it was up on Bandcamp for a while about seven or eight years ago, and. Um, yeah, so I had someone in Canada send it to me. Said oh, I've been really enjoying this album, and I listened to it, and loved it. And it's a it, he's a blues artist, so his version is very different than mine. But um, I've been in you know in correspondence with him, and I've sent him the version, and yeah, he's pretty happy with how it all came up. It's very different than his, and yeah, it's it's sort of all came up really nicely. I think. Yeah, it's so cool, and I love that about a great song is it can transcend across genres. It's not just yeah blues or pop or country or you know it's so cool how you can take a song and make it your own which that, yeah that's right yeah i love that that means it's a great song <laughs> yeah and it's fun. like I've, uh, there's been a couple of songs like I'm, I'm not someone who thinks that i have to write every song on my album you know there's a bit of a stigma here in australia that you kind of need to write every song on the album i'm a slow writer i'm the first one to put my hand up and, and, and say look i'm a slow one um, but, and I've had people pitch songs to me, but I f always find that it's the songs I end up recording are ones that I sort of find myself and find a connection with. Like it's, I've, I, on my last album, you know, there's a, a, one of my other singles called Ball and Chain. It was written by a local lady in the area. I remember the first time I heard the song, I've gone, I love that song. And a few years later when I was recording my album, I was a song short and I rang her up and I said, look, do you mind if I, you know, give your song a, a see if I can make it my own? She said, yeah, go for it. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it worked really nicely. So, yeah, it's, it, I just find it's when I find a connection with a song rather than people going, here, listen to this, record my song. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, a great way to do it. It just makes it more your own too when you can connect with the feeling yeah. that you're singing about. And it's, it's interesting too, like different phases of our musical journeys, I think we're dealing with different things. So different songs come up at different times. Like maybe the song that you just released seven years ago when you first heard it wasn't the time for you. And so yeah. you know, music just is timeless, right? That's it. That's it. I think it's definitely the right time now, you know, like it's all about being there for someone and, and at, the end, at the end of a hard day or which we've all had those lately under the current circumstances. So I think timing was pretty, pretty spot on for it. I agree. So what kind of things are you doing to keep yourself busy during this lockdown period? I, uh, well, so when everything started to shut down, I was on my way to Nashville to finish writing for the new record. Uh, I'd, <laughs> I got as far as California. I would, the plan was to stay at mum's for 10 days and then go to Nashville for, I think I was meant to be there. My whole trip was meant to be five and a half weeks. And I ended up turning around and coming home because the guys in Nashville were like, everything's shut down, man, don't, don't bother coming. So I turned around and went back home to Australia 
and rescheduled my rights to be Zoom rights, just like this. And uh, and so I, I, I did a fair bit of writing. Um, I've got more songs than I need to finish the album, which is a first for me. I've never had that. Uh, but I've had to push back album recording twice now and just trying to keep myself busy around the house. So uh, I, I've, I try and do a mix of uh, projects around the house as well as music-based stuff. So I've, I've uh, just done a whole new merch line and I've uh, built a whole new online store. I've taught myself how to play backgammon. An old, I think it's an old man's game, but I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> I know how to play it too. <laughs> I, got, I got an amazing uh, board, uh, handmade timber board from Armenia for my birthday. Um, I've been feeding uh, some native birds that come in and they've started bringing in their babies as well. So, um, yeah, I started a podcast with one of my good mates as well. So it's just yeah, just trying to do whatever I can to keep busy. Great. And what's your podcast all about? It's called Talking Tangents. And basically we pull a, a, a topic out of a hat each week. We never know what it's going to be about. And then the two of us just go back and forth and see where the conversation takes us. So there's, you know, there's, I think we, he, sometimes he just puts random topics in. I pull, we pulled one out the other week and it was trees. I'm like, what are we going to talk about trees? And I think it was our funniest episode because the conversation just went all over the place. But, you know, we, because, you know, when you're talking with friends and then you go on tangents in your mind and you end up, you start talking about, you know, local sports and next thing you know, you're talking about couch cushions or something, you know, like it's, with that sort of, it's just us talking crap basically for, for a half hour. Um, but some people seem to be enjoying it, which is, we're just doing it for our, our own fun, really. Fun, and we can find that on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, cool. wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where it's talking tangents. We have we basically we just have a good laugh amongst ourselves. Perfect. I think the world needs more of that too. Laughter and just easy listening stuff, right? I mean, we don't need to always listen to listen to heavy, hard things. It's nice to just have no, and let go, right? And that's why we keep it a half hour. So it's, and we've had quite a few people go, it just feels like we're listening in on a friend's conversation. And I've been, I went for a walk yesterday with one of my best mates and I kept going to tell him stuff. He goes, yeah, I know. I listen to your podcast. Cause it's just a general back and forth chat, like with a bit, you know, and having a laugh. So, and he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. I know you did that. Cause I heard it. I heard, I've already heard you talk about it. <laughs> What are some career highlights that you would say that you are most proud of? Uh, I mean, career highlight for me, first thing that comes to mind, and I'm looking at them right now, is uh, I, in 2019, I, won, I was very fortunate enough to win two CMAA awards or Golden Guitar Awards. So that was for my last album, Call Out for the Cavalry. I, I was late coming into country music, so I've only been in uh, my... The, uh, I, since 2015 was when I sort of really decided that's where I wanted to focus. And I was very fortunate that two years later I was in uh, the Toyota Star Maker competition, which Keith Urban won that kind of kickstarted his career. And, you know, we've had some big names in Australia win it. And I was a finalist. I didn't win, but it sort of that in itself was a highlight, playing the 5,000 people at uh, the Tamworth Country Music Festival. And then that kind of kick-started me, even though I didn't win, it sort of gave me a, a more of a public profile and I just sort of ran with it. And then two years later, I've won 
two CMAA awards. So I picked up New Talent of the Year and Alternative Country Album of the Year. Thank you. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, a, that's a huge highlight for me. And I got to perform at the awards. Um, but there's so many. I've, I've been very lucky, especially in the last five years. Uh, but, I mean, if we go pre-country, I was uh, my old band, we played on national live TV. There was a huge talk show here uh, called uh, Rove Live. And uh, it was our only sort of late night. So think like your Letterman or, you know, the late show sort of thing. It was our only show like that in the country and it was huge. And we, were, we got to perform as the house band. So every time you'd come back from a commercial break, we'd be playing one of our songs. So but that was, that was definitely a career highlight as well. For sure. That's some pretty, pretty awesome stuff and your belts. And it's so cool to know you don't have to be the winner to be a winner, you know, yeah. really important message is you don't have to win, have that title to succeed. And it's like, give that, it gives you ammo to, to keep going. And I think that's a beautiful quality to have that resistance, not to give up when you don't win. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. And <laughs> I'm, I'm a shocker because, uh, I, I use that as a real drive where I go, I was disappointed that I didn't win. And then I, I have this moment where I go, I'm going to work as hard as I can and make them think they should have picked me as the winner. You know, like <laughs> I'm going to make them regret it. Um, <laughs> but, so even, even I, I did, I even thanked the, uh, I, I do, I don't remember much of my acceptance speeches cause I was, the adrenaline was pumping. Um, but I do remember saying this might sound weird, but I want to thank Starmaker, even though I didn't win, it really gave me that platform because it did, it did everything sort of snowballed after that. Yeah, it's yeah. that, that step to stand on to shine so that people can yeah. play, right? Yeah, you just got to make the most of the opportunity, you know, and and really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Really, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gone blank on the word I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> you ta- you got to take advantage of, of that exposure and, and really roll with the opportunities that come from it. Yeah, for sure, and you have. Look at you go. Look at you go. I would Thank love you. to hear some of your tunes if you want to. Yeah, sure. Share, bring uh, the guitar and share some tunes. Oh, look, here's one I prepared earlier. How do you imagine that? <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably all backwards with the camera, but. Oh, you didn't tell you uh, everything's backwards there. Everything's backwards, <laughs> that's right. You're lucky I'm not upside down. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I should probably play the new single, which is Right On Down. It's funny, I, I haven't actually played it that much because we recorded it a while ago and then now, because I haven't been on the road, it's really been interesting. Where So every now and then I'm like, right, remember the words and let's see how we go. So here we go. Mm. Locomotive pressure makes your hair all gray. Come on to me and I can hear your mouth. Come on to me and I can make you smile. Gotta work for money and you gotta work for pay. Gotta work your things so you got a place to stay. Come on to me and I can fix your heart. Come on to me and I can do my part. Bring it all right down, baby. Bring it all right down, baby. 
Bring it all right on down. Bring it all right down, baby. Won't you bring it all right on down? Take off your makeup, take off your shoes, take off your load and tell me all your bad news. Come on to me and I can touch your face. Come on to me and I can see your day. Talk about your morning, talk about your job, talk about your boss and tell me he's a slob. Come on to me and I can have you all. Come on to me and I can break your fall. Bring it all right down, baby. Bring it all right on down. Bring it all right down, baby. Won't you bring it all right on down? Lock up the doors, lock up the stress, lock up with me in your Sunday dress. Come on to me and I can be at your side. Come on to me and I can help you hide. Throw away the watch, yeah, throw away the phone. Throw away the anchor so we can be alone. Come on to me and I can have your hand. Come on to me and I can be your man. Bring it all right down, baby. Bring it all right on down. Bring it all right down, baby. Won't you bring it all right on down? Bring it all right down, baby. Bring it all right on down. Bring it all right down, baby. Won't you bring it all right on down? Won't you bring it all right on down? Amazing. I want to hear that song on Canadian radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get it over here. Look, we should make that happen. I, I so badly want to come to Canada. I've, uh, I've only been over there to do, <laughs> to do that cruise up through Alaska from Vancouver. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. How was that? Vancouver. Yeah. It was amazing. It was, I, I don't know that I'd do a cruise again. I, I, I'm more, I'm someone who prefers to see uh, off the beaten track type stuff. Right, and cruises are very not that. <laughs> no, but it was it was a great experience. Like, um, you know, I got to see some uh, some black bears and um, in the just in the wild and, and yeah. plenty of whales and all the jumping salmon and stuff. And I actually made really good friends with a couple from Calgary, and they've been telling me ever since that I need to come and visit. Yeah. Uh, I think I pretty much. Uh, was became best friends with their little boy at the time. I, we'd, we'd sit with them every night at dinner, and yeah, it's just you meet some great people that way, and we stay in touch. We follow each other on socials, and yeah, <laughs> I need I need to come to Calgary. You do well. You're welcome anytime. As soon as this, <laughs> uh, the flights start flying, <laughs> yeah, I need to come and tour over there. I'd love to come and do okay. some shows over. There. Yeah, yeah, hop in a van and hit the road. I'm all about hopping in a van and hitting the right. road. <laughs> you did that. I have a little teardrop camper, a little, uh, the like one of those world's smallest caravan type things. Yeah. And uh, that's that's how I usually tour around. So it's, and I'm six foot, just under six two. So people always go, do you fit in that thing? It's, yeah. 
but it's my favorite thing to do is just hit the road and play shows. Cool. Well, maybe next summer. Mm. Summer Canadian tour. I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you got breath. Would you like another song? I would love another song. Sure. Um, I'm going to play a song called uh, Runaway Train, which uh, this was the song that I, I managed to win the New Talent of the Year award for. So, yes. <laughs> Sorry? I said, what a treat. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, let's see how we go. It is first thing in the morning here. All right. <laughs> Away train on a dead end line. There's work on the tracks, but it's gonna take time. The engine's full of coal and burning bright, but the driver's passed out on moonshine. Ain't nobody gonna blow that whistle. No way, no how. Dead in line. 
on the tracks, but it's gonna take time. The engine's full of coal and burning bright, but the driver's passed out on moonshine. Ain't nobody gonna blow that whistle. No way, no how. Nobody gonna blow that whistle. No way, no how. Yeah, I love that song too. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Whole time, it was great. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a fun one to clap along to. It's uh. You know, it's always fun to pull out a show. Actually, somebody messaged me once before a show, the day before, and she said, Andrew, I just want to let you know that uh, kids and I love singing along to your song, Runaway Train, in the car, and every time you sing, ain't nobody going to blow that whistle, we go toot, toot. I'm like, oh, that's fun. That's, I said, that's a whole lot of fun. And then she <laughs> autocorrect took over, and it was amazing. She Sent the following message said, so if you hear anyone rooting in the audience tomorrow night, it's just me out of habit. Um, now, I don't know if you guys use the same term for rooting as we do. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, it was pretty funny and I read it out at the show as well. So oh. just to embrace. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I love it. Great songs. Great energy. You've got a great tone in your voice and pitch. It's, it's bang on. It's perfect. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank you. Great. Worthy of the award. So wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Yeah. I'll ask you one more question today. What would sure. one piece of advice you'd like to share with the world be? With the world or oh, with, with the world? Some worldly um, wisdom. Don't be a dickhead. Uh, no, um, <laughs> one uh, one piece of advice that you know I've always given to younger artists is stay humble. Never think you you know it all. You be willing to keep learning because you never like the moment you stop. The moment you think you know everything is the moment you 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 start going downhill. Like you need to be willing to to continue learning and and progressing. Because I mean, as we were, we were talking about the the world progresses. You know, we're talking about the the technology these days so you know but even in the industry like you gotta you can never think you know it all um and just yeah, stay humble i guess yeah I that's <laughs> i'm not really much of an advice giver <laughs> no that's bang on though because we the moment we stop learning is when we stop growing and then that's when life stops so yeah. learning. i think that's great advice well that that first thing i i said that first bit of advice about not being a dickhead. That's uh, actually Bill Chambers, Casey Chambers' dad said that. That's famously his line. <laughs> so <laughs> it was stolen. Well, you credited well. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta pay credit where it's due. That's right. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks so much, Andrew, for hopping on the series and chatting with me today. I look forward to hearing the rest of your finished album whenever that may be. <laughs> we will look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much for having me it's been a pleasure absolutely thanks so much thanks so much for listening to the artist behind the music make sure to learn more about today's guests by visiting their links in the show notes as always we love to hear what you think about the show so send us a message with any comments or future artist guest requests 
To stay in touch and in the loop for all future shows, be sure to follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.